This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, everybody. This is Helena Hart. Welcome to the Master Your Magnetism podcast, where I bring on top experts to help you create the life and relationship you've always wanted. Today, I'm talking with Mike Goldstein again, my very good friend and fellow coach. Welcome, Mike. Thanks for joining me today. Hey, Helena. Thanks for having me. We always have so much fun doing these episodes together, and I'll go ahead and let you introduce this one because you had a great idea for this episode, and I actually don't know exactly what you're going to share specifically, so let's just dive right in. What did you have in mind for today's episode? Well, I was thinking we could talk about the mindset shift that happened within me that finally got me to a place of having a good relationship. I kind of laugh because I'm thinking Helena has been one of my best friends for like the last four years since I've lived here. And obviously I've known her longer, but like she was coaching me. And for years I listened to her, but I did not execute what she was telling me for years. <laughs> I just have like a mental image of you and Tom going home and being like, we gave him such great advice. Why doesn't he follow it? And then me coming on walks with you and practically in tears being like, I want my person, but I just can't seem to get them. And I really want them. It is really difficult when it's your own own life and you're in that situation, I've really found being pretty good friends with a lot of people giving advice out there and their own lives aren't always picture perfect. I mean, myself included back when I was single, especially. So yeah, I'd love to hear what you feel shifted within yourself to help you attract a great partner and relationship. Yeah. I mean, I was really thinking about it and I think for years, part of the wanting a relationship was literally to fix something that was not fulfilled within my life. Like I thought, I'm not happy. And if I get my person, I'll be happier. That was such a limiting and dumb thought because I would get in partnership or I'd have short flings or short situationships or whatever they were. And they didn't make me any happier. So I think the first shift was I had to go look at myself and figure out, well, how do I make myself happy? What do I need to do on a daily basis, on a monthly basis that's going to start making me smile and not be contingent on how my dating life is? I love that you're sharing that. I didn't know that that was part of it for you, but it makes so much sense. Yeah. If you're not happy, single and on your own, you're not really going to be any happier in partnership, maybe a little bit at first, but eventually you kind of go back to your default mode, right? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't work because- mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that person's going to have ups, downs, sideways. And the moment they're down or in the middle, you're like, oh, this relationship stinks. And then, oh, I don't feel good about myself and I don't feel good. So it can't be contingent on that. There's got to be more to what controls your emotions and your happiness levels. So true. Is there anything else that you feel was a major shift that helped you get to that right place? Yeah. So that was just the starting point. 
And then for years, you've been telling me that my picker stinks. And I'm like, okay, Helena, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I definitely agreed with you. Let's be honest. I kept getting in partnerships and they never worked. So obviously the dating expert who's advising me is right, but I couldn't figure out how to shift, how to fix it. And you kept telling me, be open-minded, be open-minded. And, you know, I had my list of things that I thought I wanted. Oh gosh. Yes. I remember the list. (laughs) Yeah. And you're like, throw out the list. And I'm like, but these are the things I want. So for years I thought you know, I'm really into fitness and health. So I must date someone who's into fitness and health. It just made sense in my head. It all just finally came together where I read a hinge profile of this woman and I was like, wow, this woman sounds great. And then I get on the date and you know, she's not into fitness and health as much as I am. But we're having the most amazing conversation, Helena. We're having such a great time. And maybe our date's an hour, hour and a half, I don't remember. But it just flew by. And I was just smiling the whole time and having a great time. And second date, same thing. Third date, same thing. And then I realized that the women that I used to date that were into fitness and health were super structured. You know, I have to go to bed at a certain time. I have to wake up. I have to work out at a certain time. Oh, we can't watch that TV show. It's too late. I got to go to bed. It wasn't fun and it was so structured. And then I'm pretty structured. So then you had two structured people that were just really boring and not smiling and not having (laughs) any fun versus this person was playful. And although there was some structure to her day, it wasn't so strict. Like I must be in bed at this time. It was more like, well, how am I feeling in my body? Am I enjoying this? I mean, am I having a great time? Well, if I'm having a great time and I'm not tired, let me hang out a little longer. Sounds like a more feminine energy approach, which I love. And I think there's a fear deep down with people who have these very specific lists of these certain external requirements that they're very focused on. Deep down, I think there's a fear that, for example, if you're an active person, you have a healthy lifestyle like you, that you have to focus on that and find someone else who has that same lifestyle because deep down, you don't really trust that you will absolutely be super attracted to your partner, the person you end up in a relationship with, right? You're going to be super attracted to them. I see photos of the two of you on social media going on hikes. It's not like somebody who isn't super into working out and fitness is just a couch potato who lays around all day and doesn't take care of themselves or their body, right? Oh, you're so right. And a beautiful woman like that, you know, maybe can take you through a month of like, wow, she's so attractive and using her <laughs> eyesight. Yes. But if you're going on long dates and spending time together and talking sometimes for multiple hours or spending a whole day together, all of a sudden my eyes get huge because I'm like smiling, having a good time for two hours, four hours, eight hours, whatever the day looks like. And now I'm looking at her with these massive eyes, like this is the most amazing woman on the planet. And it's not just based on her looks, but it's based on the experience and how she makes me feel. And now, of course, I'm sexually attracted to her because we're having such a great time. It's so true. Yeah, I would encourage everyone who has something that they're focused very hard on to take a look and ask yourself, do you trust that the right person for you is going to align on all levels? And of course, you're going to enjoy sharing activities together. You might not have your exact specific hobbies or interests, but you're going to just love doing everything together. And it's just going to flow very easily. I think people may have had past experiences with people and then they create these lists based on their experiences, which were sort of 
of the opposite of what they wanted. And it's just the wrong way to go. It's creating from a place of lack and it limits you so much. I just see so many limitations, especially in the clients we've worked with together. Usually my first few sessions with them is just undoing that programming of I'm going to go after somebody who has these specific external requirements. And then once they throw that list out the window, the right person just shows right up as we've seen over and over with the amazing women that we've worked with. And of course, it's aligned perfectly with the right person. It just might not look exactly like how you thought it would look in your mind, right? Oh, absolutely. Another thing, Helena, that I thought was holding me back. So I was saying I want someone who's fit and healthy. And I think that came from projecting onto them something I wanted. Mm. So my whole life, I've had issues with my weight and my health. And I've always wanted to be better, even if I am pretty healthy. Anyway, I always had body issues. And I've consistently dated women that are probably in better shape than me and fitter and healthier. And I'm like, well, if they are ahead of me, they'll drag me along for the ride and I will get healthier by dating them. And it was such a stupid idea in hindsight, because is their job to drag me along on their journey? Is that what I want in my partner instead of them just enjoying themselves? They're almost my fitness and health coach. Is that a good experience? Instead of they accept me for how I am, I accept them for how they are and we just have fun together. It was such a debilitating way to date. Does that make sense? That's a great point. I've never actually heard you bring that up before in all our conversations over the years about your dating life. It's so true though. I think everyone out there can ask themselves and myself included way back in the day. Maybe if you're going after someone who is super smart and accomplished, maybe really prominent in their field. I remember thinking, wow, there's really a part of myself that I'm not tapped into. I'm not reaching my full potential. This was back before I started the work that I do now. I wasn't reaching my full potential. So I was sort of looking for it out there on the outside. And of course, when you do that, you tend to put that person on a pedestal. And then as women, especially, you can't help it. You want to go after them and prove yourself to them when really, once you get your own energies functioning the way they're supposed to, the right person just shows right up and it's completely effortless. You don't have to try so hard. Like I'm sure everyone you've dated in the past for the most part has been a great person and has a lot of things going for them, but just not the right match like you've described here today, right? Yeah. Everyone that I had the opportunity to date was fantastic. It just, I was never the right version of myself and I never picked the right person but really, it started with me. I was just projecting all this stuff on them that they needed to be or do. But this time, instead of dating them based on I want them to drag me along and make me better, I did the work myself. I got in a place where I feel happy in my body. And there's constant reminders of how well I'm doing, showing up on daily workouts. So then when I showed up to date this woman, it wasn't like looking to her to be my fitness partner. It was just... I'm going to be doing my thing over here. Like I'm going to my own workouts and, you know, we're going to get together when we both want to, to do the things that we enjoy doing together, not forcing some fitness regime on her. It's so true. I remember Tom and I recorded a podcast episode a while back. It was called How to Choose a Man with Your Feminine Energy. And we didn't mention your name, but we talked about some friends of ours in that episode who are, you know, maybe looking for someone based on how many times a week they work out or something like that. Some very specific thing that has nothing to do with what kind of partner they would be or how interested they are in you or in having a potential relationship with someone. And so we tend to focus 
focus on these things that we're kind of critical in ourselves for. I know I can definitely relate to that, but then the dynamics off, right? Then you may have that person on a pedestal. They might feel that you're a little less than them or maybe the other way around and the dynamic is just off. And so it sounds like what you're saying here is you got everything functioning the way you wanted it to in yourself, in your own life, and then attracted this woman. And now the dynamic's right. And it feels really good. It's very effortless. And no one's trying to prove themselves to the other person or look to the other person for validation or to help get you on track in some area of life. That's what it sounds like. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, you're so spot on. And I was trying to not laugh into the mic when you said the fitness thing, but I was like (laughs) dying inside. I was laughing at myself because I'm like, what an idiot I was. I was literally only interested in women that went to the gym like five to seven days a week. That's all I would date. How dumb, how limiting, how stupid. That's the only women I'm going to date. That doesn't make any sense. It's so superficial. It's so stupid. All right, great. So now they go to the gym and that's the only thing that we have. Like we both go to the gym and now are our values aligned? I don't know. Do we have fun together? Does she make me smile? Does she make me want to dance? Does she bring out my goofy side? Does she expand me? None of that was important. Just how many times they went to the gym. I'm going to include a link to that episode so everyone can check it out. And I don't know if we were talking about you specifically or just other friends that we have. I know Tom talked about one of his friends that he looked for very specific things, like what kind of profession is the woman in and things like that. Just things that have nothing to do with partnership skills. And I think in that episode, we mentioned, you know, if this person were to meet his soulmate or meet the right woman for him, I don't think he'd care how many times a week she worked out or how many miles she ran every morning. I don't think he would care if he was really attracted to her and they were really aligned on every level and just having a great time, right? It's so true. I kept reminding myself, well, what I've done is kept me single. So I need to do something different. And I kept going back to how am I feeling? Like, how am I feeling on the date? I feel awesome. We're having so much fun. And then when I come home, how do I feel? I'm still smiling and brimming with happiness because we just had so much fun. And I want to see this person again, and I can't get enough of spending time with them. So that felt good. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. When it's yourself in your own life, it can be difficult to see those blind spots. That's where it's really helpful to have a friend or a coach or somebody who can see that and reflect it back to you, right? Yeah, I'm just really fortunate to have you and Tom preaching in my ear what the problem was, and frankly, being patient, because You know, I didn't follow the advice for years and tried to do it my own way because it was like, this is what's comfortable. This is what I used to do. And thankfully, you were patient with me and just waited till eventually I figured it out and the light bulb went off. I'm sure you were like, what the heck is wrong with Mike? He's an expert in this and he's doing such a boneheaded strategy. You know, I figured he'll figure it out eventually or the right person will come along. It might take a little time, but when the timing's right and he's truly ready, I know one New Year's resolution you made this year. We talked about this. Actually, we recorded an episode at the beginning of January. I think it was called How to Keep Going When Things Feel Stagnant in Life or Love. Such a great episode. Everyone loved that one, by the way. But I had read an email from you that you had sent out to your list. And I saw some posts that you did on social media that you wanted to get in shape and really get the fitness thing going in your own life. You also wanted to meet a great partner this year and fall in love, right? And so it was really only this year that I think you've decided to put both feet in and really go for it in that area. Yeah, that's absolutely right. I took my life a lot more serious starting probably in October of last year. Mm Mm-hmm. 
where I think I just kind of floated through life. Like, what do I want to do in this moment? Oh, I want to eat an ice cream. Oh, I want to watch TV. Then I started to think, what are my long-term goals? Well, I want to be fit and I want to get a partner eventually. And my male brain, like, you know, only one thing at once. So I was like, well, let me get fit first. So I just did everything around health and fitness for myself and total long-term like, you know, Hey, I, I want a cookie right now. Well, how about no cookie just yet? Let's see what we can do here. And then once the fitness was in place, is it okay if I share what happened when I started dating the woman I'm with now? Oh, I would love that. Yeah, that would be great. This was so uncomfortable for me, but she delayed everything sexual for a long time. I think on our third date, we still haven't kissed yet. And I felt like she pulled me to the side when I was walking her to the door and I thought she wanted to kiss. And I was more than ready to kiss her at this point, third date. And so I lean in and she's like, you know, I'm not ready yet. And we'd already said we like each other and we're enjoying our time, but she wasn't ready. So I was like, all right, that's fine. And so I think we didn't actually have our first kiss, I want to say, till maybe like date five or six. Mm. And I wanted to share that because one, it was totally not what I'm used to. So it was a little uncomfortable and I was trying to figure it out. But also I kept circling back to how am I feeling around this woman? And I'm like, I feel amazing. It's so much fun. And so I want to give women reassurance that you can slow things down. The right guy, when it's a fit, he's going to keep coming around, keep asking you on dates. And then that continued on to when we were going to have sex. Normally, maybe I'd be having sex anywhere from like date five to eight. I don't know, somewhere in that range would feel normal and what I'd done historically. And she was nowhere near ready that. She didn't want to do any of that for a long time. And I was fine with it. She communicated that to me. But I would say we didn't have sex till probably like date 20. And once again, it didn't matter. We had so much fun together. I'm like, okay, let's go on that journey. So we built this great friendship and great desire. And then eventually we had sex. And I was willing to be that patient because it was exciting. I wanted her to feel so comfortable with me. I wanted her to feel so safe. And I wanted her to choose me, not because of some dopamine hit or some oxytocin hit from sex, but choosing me because we're having so much fun together and we're really compatible. I love that you shared that. And you were actually in an exclusive relationship and had clarified that before taking that next step. It just really highlights the point that a man who's truly interested and wants to be in a serious relationship and wants that with you will absolutely wait and wants you to be comfortable. And obviously, if you were just looking for a hookup or a short term fling and she wasn't ready, you haven't even kissed by date three, you might have moved on. But since you were looking for something serious and you wanted that with her, you were willing to just keep putting in effort, keep building something with her. And when the time was right, all of that came together. So I think that's a really, really valuable thing to highlight. Absolutely. And it all came back to what am I capable of right now? Where's my mindset? And if I was in present tense, Mike, which is all, you know, I want my reward right now. And present tense, Mike, five years ago, he wouldn't have been capable. He would have said, hold on, it's date nine. We're supposed to have sex by now. I like you. And I couldn't sit in that uncomfortable spot of, wow, I really am into this person. And I would seek reassurance from her taking her clothes off, which I don't need that reassurance. Like, let's go through the process. Am I having fun right now? Am I enjoying this? Great. Let's keep dating. I don't need to seek that external validation. Instead, let me sit in this. And if we're continuing to have fun, let me keep getting to know her and let me see if future Mike, which is I'm looking for this amazing 
conscious, beautiful relationship where we have great communication and really get along and have fun together. Let's see if we can solve that future problem and not worry about the present tense where I would, you know, love to have sex. Let's worry about future Mike. I love how you put that. And by the way, you were having a great time from what it sounds like in the process. It's not like you were really frustrated and angsty about it. It sounds like you were really enjoying yourself that whole time, right? I mean, yeah, it was beautiful and it was great. And she was there to support me because this was so different than the way I've been dating. And we have such open lines of communication. I did tell her how I'm feeling like this is uncomfortable for me and here's why. And we talked through all that. And if I was needing reassurance, like, are you actually into me? I would ask her and she would tell me, she's like, yeah, I am really into you. Mm. But my process right now is I would like to go slow and have sex when I'm fully ready. I said, great, let's do it. I love that so much. I just think that's so important for everyone to hear. I think that's sort of the theme of this whole episode. I love when a theme emerges is the timing of things. Obviously, you weren't ready or really looking for something serious. Maybe you thought you were, but deep down, you weren't really ready to actually put some of this advice into action and implement it until this year, right? We're recording this in 2023. I personally wasn't ready to even put myself out there until the beginning of 2020 as most people know, and then things came together really quickly and easily from that point. But if I were trying to force my way through it and go through the motions, maybe a couple years before that, I think I would have struggled. And I think it sounds like you experienced something similar in your own life. And the other theme that emerged is, are you projecting criticism or judgment or something that you would actually like in yourself, you're sort of stuffing that down and then projecting it out there and trying to find it in another person. Like if I can get the super fit person or super accomplished or successful person to love me and want me, then I'll feel validated. Then I'll feel good about myself when it just never works like that. I can tell you from experience, that is just a game you are never going to win, not in a permanent lasting way. Right. So Mm -hmm. I think it's really important for people to take a look at where are you not happy with a part of yourself and then you're looking for that out there in another person and it's just this endless cycle of disappointment and heartbreak right oh yeah that's perfect and i thought the third theme was being in a place where you're only thinking about the present mm-hmm. what's my happiness right now instead yeah. of being in a place of well what's future mike want and that's what kept me in a place of choosing people with my eyes cuz present tense mike was like you know, especially as a man. And the moment I look at someone, I size them up with my eyes and determine how attracted I am to them. And so present tense, Mike is like, all right, these women that I'm attracted to are good. And then these women are not good for present tense, Mike, because I'm not as physically attracted to them. But once again, that physical attractiveness only gets us so far that gets us to like wanting to have sex, but it doesn't get us to any of the values that I'm craving for a long-term partner. So it just closed the amount of people I had access to because I was only looking at the ones that I found really physically attractive instead of giving opportunity to women that had amazing personalities and great aligned values. So it just wasn't serving me my system. Such a good point. And who you were also attracted to, right? You just had filtered them out because you were choosing based on this super stringent external criteria that had nothing to do with partnership skills or readiness or availability for a relationship. So obviously, you're incredibly attracted to your partner now, as Mm -hmm. you have told me, but it's more of a deeper lasting attraction, not this superficial hit of, oh, I'm going to feel really validated if I could get this person to be into me, right? 
Yeah, I mean, and just to be clear to hammer this home, like when I looked at her picture on Hinge, I was like, oh, she's attractive. Mm -hmm. I wasn't like she's the most beautiful woman on the planet, super fit, all this thing. I was like, she is attractive. And then as I got to know her personality, she became magnificently attractive. Mm -hmm. And for me, the sexiest woman on the planet because of how she acts and how she's flirty and how she's feminine and how she smiles and brings me out of my shell and makes me laugh and gets me away from my systematic way of going about life. She makes me play. And in turn, it makes me get the largest eyes on the planet for her. And I find her so sexy. I am so happy to hear that. After years of hearing you go about it in a way that just wasn't working for you, and you were obviously getting frustrated about that. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. This is probably one of our more vulnerable episodes, and I had no idea you wanted to share all of that today. I think people will get a ton of value through that, either by taking things slow, going at the pace where you feel comfortable, and trusting that the right guy will absolutely be along for that ride and be happy to go at whatever pace that you're comfortable with. And the other side of that, which is how are you choosing? Are you choosing from a place where you're looking for validation or you're stuffing a part of yourself down or ignoring something within yourself, then looking for it out there in someone else? I think that will help so many people out there. And then just throwing that list out the window and trusting that the right person is going to align on all levels. You just have to trust yourself and your own feelings. So you can ask yourself, how does it feel when I'm with this person? Do you feel the way Mike just described, happy and comfortable and excited to be with them and things are flowing really easily? Or are you at a place where you feel like you need to prove yourself to them? Do you feel anxious because the communication maybe isn't there or they drop off for days at a time and that doesn't feel good? We could just talk forever about that. So I would love to do more episodes on this topic with you, Mike. And if people are looking to get help in their own love lives, how can they get a hold of you? I'll include links to where they can book a call if they're interested in working with you or both of us for private coaching. Is there anything you want to say on that? Yes. If you want to work with Helena, you want to work with me, you want to work with both of us or other folks on our team. And you're like, I want to fall in love. I want to shift my mindset or I need a system that gets a great man in front of me. That's precisely what we do for women. That's who we want to work with. And so the way it works is Helena will have a link to get on my calendar for a 15 minute phone call. And we'll just basically figure out if it makes sense to do coaching, if we can help you with whatever problem you're having. And then from the 15 minute call, that'll be our first date, if you will. And then if the first date goes well, we'll go on a second date, which is an hour and a half Zoom. And then at the end of the second date, we'll figure out what program makes sense for you. And then we'll decide if we wanna get into a relationship. And what we found doing this for the last decade is most of the time at an 83% rate, we're able to get people into partnership in three to four months. And if it's using my system, we'll execute a system called 50-12-1. I hold your hand and walk you through the whole thing. Now, since I've been partnered with Helena, we've had a 100% success rate of getting people into partnership. And the reason <laughs> being is yes, I have this wonderful system that works really well. But as you saw, me, who's a dating expert, studying this stuff for like 20 years, was doing it entirely, entirely, entirely wrong for years. And if you have Helena and you're open to shifting, 
she fixes you when you're doing it wrong. <laughs> That's so nice of you to put it like that. I think you're brilliant at the masculine side of things, the structure, the system, the 50-12-1. You obviously have the highest success rate in the entire country for getting clients into relationships on your own. And I'm just thrilled to have upped that success rate when you brought me on board to work on your mindset and your energy and how to talk to a guy, exactly what to say and all of that. So I think we're the perfect team, that masculine and feminine approach which I think is important to have both sides. Absolutely. Yeah. And just to be clear, at this specific arena of putting a single woman into a relationship and shifting mindset, we are the best in the country. So if you want that level of execution, it is expensive. I'm not going to lie to you. But if you want the best and you want to work with people that get the job done, then sign up for a call below and we're going to put you in the best spot to make a massive change in your love life. We just love working with women together. We adore all of our clients. They're like our favorite people in the entire world. We've just seen so many transformations over the years that we've been working together. I'll also include a link to a testimonial from an amazing woman in her 60s who met someone in I think about two months after working with the two of us, after years of not having success, online dating and looking for the right match. And I'll also include links to that other podcast episode if you'd like to go deeper in exactly how to choose a man with your feminine energy, which I think will just absolutely change everything for you. It will completely change the game. And so the link to book a free call with Mike if you are interested in private coaching, that will be the first link in the episode notes. Just scroll down. If you're listening on Spotify, you might have to click see more. And that will open up the show notes. That'll be the first link in there. This was amazing, Mike. Thank you so much for sharing all of that vulnerable stuff with everyone today. Thank you for allowing me to share my experience. And frankly, thank you for shifting me and putting up with me and finally getting me to do it the right way. Oh, well, thank you for suggesting that we do this as a topic. I, mean, I had no idea you were going to talk me up so much and <laughs> talk about how much I've helped. So I'm thrilled to hear all of that. So happy about the place where you're at in your love life and just life in general. Thanks so much again. And thanks for listening, everyone. We'll talk to you next time. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The biggest mistake women make when a man is hot and cold, acting distant, or pulling away is something called a connection barrier, and it only pushes him further away. If you'd like to read about what a connection barrier is so you don't accidentally make it, go to forever1234.com. Again, that's forever1234.com.